it up a notch yeah. me and joey did a rendition of that last night that i was like we're on to something that was great <laughs> <laughs> we were like flying above for sure yeah oh. man we're back the very yeah, a yeah. podcast we got joey with us uh joey's been with us since like episode five or six making appearances yeah. on this damn thing joe the fucking intern jo- you were joey the intern at first <laughs> oh joe did you try to joe. be all serious when we first joe for a little Hi, bit I'm joe. <laughs> hey, can joe, you imagine nice him as you. joe no. hey joe nice to meet you <laughs> good day mate good day mate you have him as joe in your phone and every time i see you have a joe? text i'm like who's this from who's i know <laughs> when i search his name i usually can't find it <laughs> yeah we went and saw the grateful dead last night or dead and company i don't want to say that's the grateful dead but dead and company at city field here in new york um you two is your first time going to see it pretty good yeah it was it was incredible yeah 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 are you not bullshitting me mayor no (laughs) (laughs) it was a great fucking time i don't know how we couldn't have a good time in that situation you know it was perfect actually there was a lot of a lot of opportunities for it to go awry totally you know and uh yeah it didn't end up like that girl in the bag oh my god Ugh. yeah we did a <laughs> solid perfectly timed candy flip threaded oh, yeah. the needle yeah. stayed in the barrel yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally <laughs> tubular missed the turn at 420 <laughs> missed the turn at 420 because i was dosing joy with acid <laughs> which then meant that we showed up at the exact time that our friend shannon was crossing the street so we <laughs> saw crazy. her and if i hadn't been dosing joey at 420 See? and missed the turn we definitely had not See? seen shannon, 17 so. minutes yeah, there's a lesson in yeah. uh, why detours are never detours. Yeah, we, we missed a turn, and it's a, it added 17 minutes, and we we're just like, we just want to be at this show, for Christ's sake. And then uh, uh, there's 40,000 people in the parking lot, and the first person we see is our friend Shannon walking like, by, no and we're way. like, all right, it's already a magical evening. Well, after we missed it, we still held down the vibe, like, immediately. We immediately switched from, like, oh, shit, to, like, oh, yeah. all right, like, this yeah. is, all we right. need to listen to these songs. More, and more music. <laughs> yeah, more time to, uh, to have a little bit of a come up, because... Man, I was feeling it to the point. Like, it's so funny. Anytime we do a candy flip, I get the same way. I'm like, the acid's usually hitting me so hard that I'm like, no way in hell am I taking that molly. Totally. And then when it when I do and it hits, I inevitably am like, thank God I fucking did this. Yeah. But it was, um, when we pulled in, I, just the sheer amount of people that mm-hmm. were wandering around and the disorganized and the music coming from everywhere. And it was so hot. And some of our wardrobe choices maybe not were the best. <laughs> yeah. Well, for the first time in my life, I overdress, yeah. you know, because I'm usually cold. And I'm thinking we're at an outside show. And lately, it's been kind of chilly at yeah. night. Like, yeah. sunny during the day. I should have thought of it. Maybe it was cloudy. It was holding some of the heat in or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. it was pretty much sweltering. And for Human. the first time in my life, basically had a heat stroke. Yeah. You know, I had a moment coming up on Molly that I was like, I'm going to throw up. I'm gonna, I don't even know what's happening to me. Like, I'm totally. sweating. So intensely, I'm having a hot flash. You know, I was wearing this bodysuit. <laughs> it's like long sleeves. Peeing in a jar. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, yeah. It was, but Sean, um, like a real knight, gave me a shirt and went shirtless. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Really, which was for the benefit of everyone there. So. Everyone. You're welcome <laughs> for overdressing. <laughs> no, thank God, I, thank God I had the shirt and was willing to go shirtless because I didn't know what we were going to do. I looked over at you and I was like, I know what she's going through right now. Like, you just I uncontrollable just sweats. <laughs> Yo, I just take my pants off. Like In the show, I don't remember that. Well, yeah, what show? What yeah, I was you? sitting down and I just like put my pants to my knees. <laughs> what? Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. I was wearing, I don't know, the jeans were so hot. They were just like yeah. keeping everything in, you oh, know? Yeah. Like I should have worn fucking anything n- not else. Anything else <laughs> other than what I wore. But up at the top, there was that nice breeze when you got Yeah, yeah no, it there. was. It was nice. We were in the nose boots. So that was, you know, as soon as I changed, I was like, all right, I can do this. I loved it up there. Yeah, me too. When you stood up at the very top, you could get a nice breeze. Yeah, I thought it was perfect. Cass never skipped a beat the whole day. Yeah. Like, she was definitely a beacon of, like... Well, I didn't take acid, so I was, you know, (laughs) it changes things a little. I was so spun. I was so spun. I was like, I guess we're going to take this molly, and we took it. It worked out. Oh, yeah, for sure. I knew when we got to the parking lot, I was like, once we got there, once everything had be, been handled, I was like, okay, I got my test results. I got all this stuff. Like, I'm good. We got a ticket. We're good. And I was like, let's let's do this. Nice like, I never yeah. regret it. I, like, was actually kind of hesitating because I was um, – I feel like doing Molly hasn't been, like – I want something from when I do drugs. Like, I want to get something out of it always. And right. I feel like maybe that we've been doing more, like – smaller back home trips or whatever i'm like i feel like i hit my edge with what i'm getting out of that and then i was like but okay i'll do it i'll do it with you guys because i want to do it with you guys and i never regret doing it and then when i did it i was like healing parts of myself that needed healing that had to do more with crowds and meeting strangers and like stuff that we need to be open to that in stuff. our line of work and you know yeah stuff that actually like i am kind of like an introverted person and and so I feel like I've done a lot of work, like healing other stuff. So I was glad to take it into a different um, situation. It felt, it felt like we were all holding a really powerful vibe and like we affected everyone around us. Like literally even the people we were sitting next to, I was like meeting the student is Suresh is, and his son, like they're coming to a concert together or like, you know, just anybody or the people in front of us who Daniel met, like who we were talking to Hannah and uh, Ma- Mariana, like just cool people all around. And like, if you, when you have that sense of community, like, okay, we're all here for something. Yeah. It makes it so much easier and more approachable to like talk to people. Oh, I, I think our, like I was, tr- I was trying to figure it out last night. I'm like, man, we shine so bright everywhere we go. Like what the fuck is up with us? This is crazy. It's magnetic. But I, I think what it is, is like, we're all such good friends and we're all such r- intentionally riding such a high vibe that it's like magnetic and infectious and we're become like a walking permission slip for people to be like less judgmental about the situation or totally. whatever, you know. Well, Daniel like, bringing that frisbee. I was about getting to everyone in on the party always. Yeah. <laughs> and that dude rocked our world. He like was bouncing it off his fingers six times. Like it was so it was so appreciated. And also like that guy Mel who like was sitting a couple seats away from us who had like come by himself first time seeing the show like an old friend of his had liked the dead and he was came by himself and it's like oh my god what a gift to be able to like bring solo people into your vibe mm-hmm. you know because I think it's like it's cool to go to places by yourself but it's also really cool when you went to a place by yourself and then have a memory of meeting people who were very welcoming and stuff 
I'm always I'm always desperately searching for those situations. Like I want to run into people that will like steal me away for a day or a week or something. Oh <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. we're stealing you away for decades. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we stole you away for the whole summer. <laughs> I love it. Thank God you moved up here this summer, man. Yeah. What the fuck yeah. were we gonna be doing otherwise? Like, what I were we thinking? Know. If I was in Florida, <laughs> mate. No. Uh, uh, bro. Oh man. But yeah, it's 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 been so interesting, and I I love coming back here, and it's been such a fun music, fun filled summer, like just explosive. It, yeah, dude. I, um, I say, and I say this every summer, but man, this one's gonna be hard to top. I feel like this one is like rare air. Rare air. Rare air. Well, it's like this special space of being like kind of in between lockdowns. It feels like that you really just want to like live it up. Yeah. You know. We're in a sweet little pocket, and we're in the pocket. Yeah. (laughs) That's how it feels. It feels like we're a band that's, like, in the pocket right now. Every time we come together, when we come apart, there's so much more, like, like force for my life a little bit. I'm like, oh, another wave, and I'm following it. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's just been nice to ride a similar wave, you know? Yeah. Like, interweaving. Yeah. Well, I mean, basically, what we've been doing all summer, I feel like, is, like, just an extension off Space Camp. Like, yeah. Space Camp was 50 people, and obviously, we can't roll like that all the time in New York City. Not yet. You but do. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. You imagine do, Imagine when we're, like, warriors. Warriors. <laughs> come out and play. <laughs> you do roll with 50 people. It's just in three days they come there. Yeah, yeah totally. Like <laughs> but, like, we've, I, I don't know, I just feel like we've spent a lot of time, lots of adult sleepovers. Yeah. Uh, we got know, this so bed. Total morning, game morning changer. Morning wood, brother. In the morning, you and Daniel waking up in the same bed a lot like of time. Morning wood, the run, sun shining, it's just. Sun <laughs> shining. On my morning wood. <laughs> <laughs> morning wood is a new hit song. Yeah, coming yeah. from the sauna boys <laughs> i can't wait to debut the sandwich song oh yeah that was a whole nother journey too we should tell the story of the sandwich song yeah we should um well because because we, we kind of like breezed over it a little bit in our in a we did a patreon only podcast called fuck around and find out where we got into the details about space camp but only the patreon people hear that patreon.com slash church and chill but uh basically at space camp me, Mare, Joey, and like four other people took uh, an unknown amount of acid, one drop off this liquid, and it fucking sent, it, it puddled us, yeah. it puddled us, and yeah. we were melted in Gail's living room, dying, dying, and Connor, who fucking brought the shit, is looking, it, milligrams. he's like, it's 125 milligrams, dude. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> micrograms. And, oh, micrograms, yeah. yeah. And he, he's looking at me while we're having this come up like, I don't know if I can do this. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. like, you brought this. <laughs> so we were just, we were dying. And then uh, Joey pulled out the ukulele and just started strumming a little bit. And Helena was in the kitchen and she said something about a, a sandwich song. She was humming. She was, she was like, just humming something. And then Joey just started playing on ukulele for like an hour. <laughs> it felt like an hour. It was great. Suddenly it, I was just like, people are listening to this and I was like I gotta hold this I guess because I can't to. do anything else you were the Grateful Dead in that situation man you were like the life force <laughs> and so it started as kind of like a wispy little idea and then you started writing down some words totally. and by the end of Space Camp on Monday y'all were up there performing it totally. that was incredible and then it's just taken on it's just been rolling Seabass is like I was talking to him earlier and he's like 
uh, he basically was saying like, oh, it's so funny to see the sandwich song develop. He's like, I feel like this summer was that whole sandwich song. Like, and my one friend, he only heard it to me. He lives in Los Angeles. I played to him on the acoustic guitar and that was it. And then I sent him the song and he's the one who remixed it. And he's like, it was just so cool to hear it. Like, you know, the remix, full, the, remix. Yeah, the remix, the techno. I'm remix. glad we have him in our pocket for, you know, yeah. all he's the remixes. Great, yo, he is a totally. great, he's so talented. He makes great You just music. sent him the song and he was able to do that Dude, without any the stems or anything? Nope. Yeah. That was just all from an MP3. Great. That's Yo, pretty cool. He's very talented. Very yeah. Talented. Yeah. Yeah. The, the sandwich song is a, it's a layer of consciousness that is, it's very high up there. It's very <laughs> high up there. You know, what's funny is my sister, my older sister, she sent it to her friend who's like this business dude, but he loves to play guitar. He lived on wall street and all this stuff. And he listened to it and he's like, dude, I want to play with them. He's like, I love that song so much. There's such a niche for it. He's like songs to listen to when you're tripping. And I was like, Oh, that's all it is. Just listen. Like yeah. if you're tripping on something, like just play this. You it's know? just like silly. It'll it'll invite the like the silliness into your life. Totally. The fool. Totally the, the fool. fool. Cotton Eye Joe. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we recorded the sandwich song at your dad's house last yeah. week. Yeah. Oh, Joey Sli- Joey other Joe Joy Rod Joey Rodriguez. Joey Rodriguez. Shout out. Slayed the guitar. Oh yeah. my God, he took you guys to the next dimension. Yeah. And like long, long story short, essentially like it, it we lost it at one point. We were like, oh shit. We recorded well, it. It was a classic recording session. Mm. Like I've never done a recording session without <laughs> losing stuff that I didn't want to lose. Mm. And it's like this you know, trust fall with spirit about like, I guess that wasn't the take, mm-hmm. you know, and you always <laughs> think you're not going to be able to do better and your next one's always better, which of course was the case. Probably. And I knew it, but yeah, Daniel had to go in and through his hellscape, his walk through the we, inferno. We yeah, man. But him to hold down that space is like, oh, I'm producing this. I'm recording yeah, this. Totally. And, I mean, you're yeah, going like to have snafus. All we lost the whole yeah. session and we were so demoralized. Yeah, like, and then, you know, we were like, let's do it. We'll do it again tonight and fucking even better. Yeah. So totally. you, know, you just got to stick with it. Yeah. I told Joey even, I was like, I was really proud to see him because at first he's like, ah, I don't know if I have a take. It's like 1030 at night. Yeah. But that was our other like detours aren't detours. Yeah, too, exactly. Right? You know, I was like, just, the past I was like, let's just have weeks. fun. I told him, I was like, dude, I don't give a fuck if we walk away with a song or not. I don't care. Let's just, like, play. Let's yeah. just have fun right now. Yeah. yeah. Just you guys got it. really serious, though. It was really cute coming yeah. in. Joey's, like, with his notepad and being like, okay, I think we should accentuate this word a little <laughs> bit more. <laughs> yeah, we, we were, did. We, we were, were digging in. We were digging in. <laughs> the Church of Chill family band, Sauna Boys edition. Is, uh <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Yeah, it's so fun. It's, like, it just, like, it shows me, like, kind of something I've known for a long time. Mm-hmm. That, like, follow the music. Follow the music in your life life like I, mean, I was speaking to this yesterday like that's where your power is your mm-hmm. power is in creativity it's not in one thing a, yeah or or just like rigid resistance to everything and, mm. you know it, yeah the music's so healing too like i was talking to another friend who's kind of he talks about having like a dragon you know gnarly dragon of like depression and anxiety mm. and stuff and i'm like you gotta serenade that motherfucker you know mm. and it's like you gotta appreciate these moments of like deep depression and fear and worry because that's like that's rarefied air too where you can like tap it's partly because you're so vulnerable and emotional and that's like where such beautiful creative juice comes from so it's like when you're in that state as hard as it is to pick up the guitar it's like it's worth doing Mm -hmm. for us other hungry souls you know pick up a guitar not a gun yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) you like take it out of the darkness and bring it up even if it's not what maybe one person listens to and it connects to them like you just brought something up that maybe they you know can deal with a little better or something you know 
Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, but follow, follow the music. Last night was very healing, too. Like, just watching over the... I mean, yeah, I was tripping on NASA and Molly, but uh, <laughs> I was, like, looking out over the crowd, and everybody was just moving in such a way like there were so many people in such a high vibration it was just really beautiful when watch. everyone was singing together yeah, it was like a sea 40,000 people like singing these songs together it was like was it 40,000 people actually yeah yeah Whoa. yeah the Grateful Dead and the well the Dead and Company well the lyrics of the Grateful Dead is like <sighs> enough to carry you can get our through. universe yeah it really you know? is if you ever need help like just listen to that music and read those words and it's like it's a roadmap to a chiller life. It's mm -hmm. a roadmap towards forgiveness and acceptance and beautiful satire and just having a sense of humor. I love that they closed with U.S. Blues last night. Mm -hmm. That was so perfect, like, for us and everything we've been talking about and going through. No, they closed with, like, The Wait or something. Well, they, they, that was the encore. That they, yeah. 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 they always close with, they usually do the encore as U.S. Blues, so yeah. it was a little switch up. Yeah, we're such nerds. <laughs> it's but I was I, what I was hoping by bringing a bunch of new people last night is is like you could see, just 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 to, like not that you have to be like this but like can you understand why I'm a crazy person about this music oh, like yeah. that this came in and took over my life for know? sure same with Ween I just haven't got it's like same with Frank Zappa I get the same vibe as Grateful Dead and Ween and everything yeah uh, but yeah I just haven't but I've always been surrounded by it, I guess, yeah. with Grateful Dead and you guys, so it's nice to connect to I, I wonder, with those two bands in particular, what, what explains them being more popular than they were in their prime? You know, mm. like Jerry's been dead 26 More years. More people are being turned on. And it's, it's crazy like, that the Grateful Dead's bigger than they've ever been. And when you continue yeah. on an art project like that, it's going to grow. Like, mm -hmm. just keep mm -hmm. continuing, following the Boognish, follow whatever you want, the Skull, the Grateful Dead, follow whatever. Steely. Yeah. Steely Dan. Yeah. yeah. Follow whatever. <laughs> the Steely Dan. <laughs> <laughs> the Steely Dan. <laughs> oh, man. It's only going to get better. Yeah, definitely. It's like they're, they're, uh, they're my friends, like all these bands and, and these songs, like they carry me through life because shit is fucking confusing as fuck right now. And I think a lot of people are, are despondent and fatalistic and uh, it's easy to be that way right now. It's like, mm. I feel like it's a natural instinct, you know, is, is to go towards that because that's the messages being fed all the time. Totally. Like that we're being crushed, that we're being repressed, that we're being oppressed, we're being exploited. And all that stuff couldn't be true, but if you're focusing on it, it's become more true. If you're oh, focusing yeah. on love and expansion and those kind of things, you'll start to see it blossom. It takes time. That's why it was such an explosion to go to to make the sandwich song up and just hang out with you guys for a little bit because I had just gone through two weeks of not seeing anybody. Being yeah. completely in a, in a thought sphere of like COVID, of all of this stuff. And I really fell into that fear mm. in so many ways and subscribed to it. Yeah, I was like commentating on it, but it's still like you waste some of your soul with that. And it's like, that's why it was so nice to just come up to you guys and like explore music and things that are just tend to the garden that you can touch. Like mm. I can just fucking make jeans or something. Like I don't need to worry about this. Yeah, simple, simple. Yeah, you do not have to take on the world's problems or no. anything right now. Yeah, I think it gets more and more confusing as reality becomes more fractured and our reality seems to fall into different dimensions. And it's hard to know, like, what fights are the fights that you should be fighting, you know, and, like, where your agency enters. Um, because a, a lot of people are waking up and a lot of people are becoming mad, and you should be mad um, because we have been oppressed. Mm. Um, and we are in powerless positions in a lot of different arenas in our life. 
Um, but we obviously also have a ton of power and agency. I think it's just sometimes confusing in the scope of the chaos to realize where it enters, you know, yeah, and where it leaves. Um, cause this past couple of weeks too, we've had a lot of weird stuff about guns come up. And mm. I think with what's happening in Afghanistan too, like, I think we're all just being triggered back into thinking about war and violence and mm. power and fear and. Not that we haven't just been ruminating on fear for the past two years or whatever. <laughs> it's just change um, fears. Yeah, yeah. It's very intense. And um, I think it's hard to know when you're making decisions out of fear because I think most of the time fear yeah. is, mm. you know, like a master disguiser and is often convincing you it's out of love, you know, because mm. protection is something we think about with love, right? And that's mm. what fear calls it a lot. Yeah. Um, and like you say, people in America have really been indoctrinated into a violent system, you know. Yeah. something that basically rewards it you know mm. america has its gun to everybody's head and so we you know we kneel and it has you know in some way a gun to your head too but um unfortunately you're outgunned you know <laughs> that's not that's not where the fight is no. um and you're right it is with the music it is with your creativity it is with your mm -hmm. voice to be able to give new perspectives to people to latch on to and mm. whether it's you know, on-the-nose protest stuff or, you know, more subtle just about moving through your emotions. Like, it's all helpful and it's all r relatable mm. and it's all totally. just about resonance and people feeling seen and heard and so that we can become more connected and hopefully eventually get away from this um, addiction to separation. Yeah, that's what it is. You know? Yeah. Um, and the illusion that some of us have more value than others and that some of our... You know, that we know better, you know. It's just typical imperialistic colonial mm -hmm. bullshit, obviously. Yeah, and and by pointing, when people point that out, you can start to notice mm -hmm. where those things, that little demon pops up in your life. Yeah. And, and those people need the community and the love and creativity so so desperately, the people that are so violently oppre like oppressive of it, because that part of them they haven't really explored yet. And, like, it's such a... Uh, essential part I feel like for people to you know fall into you can't really just mm, be too extreme <laughs> yeah yeah like we said I think a, a bunch of podcasts ago the you can't overthrow the government but you can outgrow them and I think that's probably the best yeah, yeah. broad stroke quote about how to approach you know madness and f the fury that you should and will continue to have with the US government yeah okay. um, you know you your focus is everything and when you focus on the fight you participate in it yeah and i think that's really it's hard to understand because we feel righteous you know mm, yeah and it feels instinctual i think you know to want to fight and protect your brethren but the reality is you do have the power to create better realities yeah. that don't rely on the ones that are you know oppressing people and causing tension and mm -hmm. that's why i pray at the church of chill yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah and it's not you know it's also not about like spiritual bypass or you know just focusing on the positive you know it's just um it's about knowing uh how to how to bloom you know mm -hmm. yeah i mean I, and i think having such a tight-knit uh community really shows us because uh, there's never a time when we're all in the in the shit no mm. they're, they're just uh, the odds are stacked against us yeah. in terms of that so there's always somebody you can look to that's holding that high vibe that's like i'm like the best kind of influence is to pull people towards the light mm. you know that's yeah. what's nice about being in a three-person relationship it's like someone usually has holds it down a little <laughs> higher <laughs> totally <laughs> totally yeah fuck man 
Well, that was even what I was feeling last night is like just remembering that like I don't think any I don't I don't think I'm better than anyone else, but I don't think anyone's better than me, and it's like a really freeing place to be. Mm-hmm. But I still have their space where I can love myself more and love other people more. But I'm finding that as I love my myself more, I'm becoming more and more apologet- unapologetic about who I am, mm-hmm. you know. And it's been feeling really good to be like that. And um, I don't know where I'm going with uh, this. Well, I think it's a balance between uh, being unapologetic about who you are, but not being set in your ways, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and allowing uh, things to affect you and your your soul to blossom. And totally. I mean that that's how I feel when I let it, like when I let Frank Zappa into my life. Mm-hmm. You know, it's something I'm like resistant to. It doesn't sound good to me, but I like I know it's good, and I know there's something there. And it's like, let me just like. Uh, you know, it's a small example of how you can do it. Expand mm-hmm. your consciousness using music, trying mm-hmm. to let something in that maybe you were previously resistant to, mm-hmm. if it's good. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what you're really good at. That because you're really you have such a you have such a pure heart that like when there's any judgments or anxieties or whatever, you like you'll like kind of be aggressive about it. But like I feel like you've tenderized my heart in a lot of ways to like just be. Uh, chiller and more loving <coughs> it's true though it it brutalized your heart <laughs> well it comes down to like <laughs> it kind of comes down to expressing your needs like expressing your needs but not asserting your needs like telling somebody hey this is what i needed or what i w- thought or n- whatever and, and it always comes back to honesty like honesty and kindness in mm. your truth like when you bring it out the uh, the other person's gonna respect it. They love you. You love them. Like when you, and if they don't, then you'll know that. But mm-hmm. you at least have to speak your truth quietly and clearly. Mm-hmm. That's it, at least. Well, we all like want to live. Like I find that like when I do let go of like an anxiety or whatever or judgment, that I feel like so much freer. And sometimes yeah. you know there's a resistance and a wanting to hold on to that. But like when you do release it, you get to like live in a very like open, flowy state. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like I said, it's about giving, it's about like, this is what I mean when I say people are drugs and like, you can become acid, you can become the factor in someone's life that where they're like, damn, I need to fucking loosen up or Mm -hmm. I should embrace uh, my friends more Mm -hmm. or, you know, fucking question what my values have become, you know, Mm -hmm. and where they come from. Yeah. Yeah, we don't do enough questioning of values. <laughs> I think we do a lot of it, actually. <laughs> we do. Yeah, we, we do. do. <laughs> well, because we're trying to do this thing where we expand and let more people in, and it's like, it's challenging. Like, yeah. it's not yeah. easy. It, yeah. It's it's not. You we know. also talk about our values a lot, though, yeah. and I don't think people really talk about their values a lot. You right. know, when I say we, I mean as a collective. And, um, it's It's like... It gets confusing because you can got to bring everything back to sort of like interrelational psychology because people, at the end of the day, they want to fit in. Mm-hmm. So they don't like want to be having these opinions that upset people. And, right. You mm. know. Also, everyone's values are changing constantly. Like all of ours are, as you question it, you change it. And, mm. you know, you should, or hopefully, and you like shed light on it and uh, perspective. But yeah. I feel like they're 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 always changing, and it's important to question them, but uh, but also not be too dire about anything. Like you mm. can't, like mm. well, we don't know. Sorry, no one knows. I I know probably better than anybody, and I have no idea. And like you know, so everyone's coming at it with their own journey and story. So you know, Mayor that. Mayor dropped a great line the other day. She was like, "We we comfort the disturbed, and we disturb the comfortable." <laughs> <laughs> The disruptors. <laughs> yeah, that's not my line. That's somebody else's line about uh, what good art is. But I, you know, yeah. full, full-handedly agree. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I mean, it kind of changes, but I mean, not to sound too hippy-dippy, it always comes back to love, and I think it's mm-hmm. like, it's a feeling thing, too. It's not even like a logical thought process, mental scape, you know, it's more of a, a feeling of a knowing, and the better that I get attuned to my body and my own emotions, it's like the more I can trust my intuition and those feelings, mm. and, you know, learn the things that I need to learn to raise my frequency and use the tools consistently enough, and... Mm know that it really is that simple basically when I'm spun out it's like I'm low frequency you know Mm. and I'm ruminating on heavier things because I'm literally heavier you know Mm -hmm. yeah that's why the the joy rods Joey Rodriguez's uh line where he was saying trouble finds those who don't get the joke or no he said I make trouble for people who don't get the joke (laughs) (laughs) but he had another really good one I wrote it down in my journal too I know what you're saying um yeah he ah what's the crux of it the crux uh, of the biscuit. I don't remember, mate. <laughs> but it, the whole idea is like with this heavier frequency, like you're gonna like attract these like heavier emotions and these heavier situations, and the like in that we in yeah. this moment have a chance to. Yeah, and just like darker energies in general that we're always interplaying off of, because of course everything in the universe is resonance based with magnetism too. So when you go on lower frequencies, the things that you're listening to in your head that aren't always necessarily, mm. you know, spawned from internally, but are, are influences externally, you start to attune to different darker things, mm. and it, I mean, it really is like a spinning as a fire, it's a snowball, it's an avalanche, you mm. know, almost. Um, and you got to have like a toolkit and a toolbox. I think of multiple things that, you know, will just raise your frequency and raise them fast. A lot of people that's meditation, that's breath work, mm-hmm. you know, chanting, um, singing, dancing, yoga. Yeah, relationship. Yoga. Like that's yeah. what I'm trying to say is like, yeah. I, Mare was saying, she said this to her mom on the phone this morning that she, that we're, she's in a relationship where we all make each other better. I think we do. We really push each other to be better. It's like kind of one of the yeah cruxes or yeah i might be extreme by saying brutalize my heart but it's like no it's this moment where i'm like losing parts of myself that i don't even want totally totally and then you get to like and what ramda says is like you let it go through you and like the parts where it sticks to you is like where you might need to make a change but the stuff that really isn't about you you can just like let it Mm. yeah i feel like i've seen you guys change a lot which is really cool like change just you two and then you guys together like and yeah, it's yeah. Really cool. It's you've really known sweet. us for a long time, man. I've been, yeah, I've been, and watching. and you've known us for the biggest change in our life. You know, like we discovered psychedelics and made Florida Man, which is how you found us. Totally. And, and like we started hanging out pretty much right when we discovered psychedelics and started mm. blossoming a little bit, figuring out like we want to focus on community, those kind of things. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's been it's really cool to see that. Uh, I feel like growth and changing because sometimes we don't even realize that. And like how often even in a a single day do you question how you're talking to yourself? Like that should be a constant reminder Mm. or what you're talking to yourself about. Like just write out a couple of things that you've been saying to yourself all day. What's been on your mind? Like it's incredible. Well, and when you say like one negative thing, you need to say three positive things because the negative stuff is so sticky, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. And also, again, I always bring it back to astrology, but honoring the space time that you're in and not taking it too seriously because, of course, there are just going to be more angular times in space. Like this Aquarius full moon that we're going to have tomorrow, it's Saturday, right? Yeah. Great. Um, We've had a lot of, like, tense energy this week with our friends and what's happening with people relationally. And um, I kind of knew it was going to be like this um, at this time in August just because this is the second Aquarius full moon that we have kind of as a diacal blue moon, even though it's not in the same month um 
And this energy uh, is not the best for relationships. It's the independence card, of course, in our favorite Oracle of the Radiant Sun deck. Mm. Um, and, <laughs> you know, Aquarius energy, although it's humanitarian-minded and collective-minded and big-picture-minded, um, is sort of this conversation about th what it is to be an individual in the collective. Um, and I think with this Saturn-Uranus square going on, um, there's a lot of, th uh, and with um, Mercury and Virgo, um, and previously Venus uh, also leaving Virgo. There's just been a lot of like critical energy, detail-focused energy, also comparing itself to this bigger picture. And I think there's been a lot of conversations about like how is the way that the people around me, how are they individuated and how is their individualization somehow impeding my ability to serve the collective? Mm. And it's so fascinating because it seems like that's the exact conversation that everyone has been having with me in different ways yeah oh yeah life. that checks out <laughs> right <laughs> yeah. yeah it's so interesting and it and yeah. like I, ca I can't escape it you know i'm aware of it and it's like i'm having those conversations yeah, yeah. you know what i totally. mean because that's just like literally the um scope of how the gods uh, have power over, e over each other right now um and that's the fascinating th truth about the way that space-time changes is truth changes because the god's power changes like mm -hmm. the way that gravity shifts yeah. Um, and right now it's just in the shift of like a little bit more disassociated, a little bit more cold, much more in the mental scape, a lot of clarity being brought, you know, very like ace of swords energy, very queen of swords energy, king of swords energy. But that's not necessarily the most like lovey dovey. Now, Venus is, I think, maybe already in Libra, if not like tomorrow. Um, and this is better for relationships you know Vena, uh, libra is naturally ruled by venus so it's really good for connective tissue it's prioritizing um you know coming together but we're sort of coming off of this understanding of being ourselves and coming together and i think it's been a little bit tense yeah. you know or feel it because we're it's it's even more intense when you have more of the desire to come together you know because mm -hmm. we're having that pull and at the same time we have this individual pull um, and so I think it was really helpful for us to candy flip and get down in our heart space because I think everyone's been a little bit up here Holy these totally. past couple weeks. Yeah. And totally. I think we need to just drop down for a second. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I like that we keep it like it had been at le over a month since we did it last. And we, we oh, don't yeah. do it every month, but it, we let, it le we let at least a month go in between Absolutely. trips. And I feel like that's really valuable to. Yeah, for Molly. Yeah, to give that space. Yeah, and I mean, while we're on the subject, um, you got to take care of yourself if you're taking that one in particular. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, you, you're 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 borrowing from your future serotonin so you have to uh make sure to take 5 htp a uh, couple days leading up a couple days after eat good um don't make big get rash sleep. decisions get sleep yeah. don't make big rest rash decisions i think we've dealt with this firsthand mm -hmm. in this relationship and we've seen a lot of friends go through it yeah. is you come out and your serotonin's drained a couple of days later and you know everything's doom and gloom and right. you start making big rash decisions about your life that like that ain't you it's a temporary state of mind right. you know don't start cutting people out and that's yeah. you know and especially well, right now as <laughs> i said like people. with the aquarius like idealistic energy mm -hmm. um you know i think there's a righteousness that comes with that as well. Oh yeah. You know, okay. <laughs> an, an expectation. Or something Absolutely. Or something. Expectations. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> we had a really like, there's no escaping the energy you have to deal with. It's yeah, funny. It's Cause we think we will yeah. like, Oh, we're going to go far away. We're going on vacation. We're this and that yeah. we're, we're on vacation trying to chill out and we're meeting um, new people. And, and we met this, this one lady who's a boomer. She's a, such a sweetheart and we had never met her before. Or, or, you know, the three of us, we, we had met her before, but Mary had never met her. And like within minutes of us hanging out, she's like, 
So tell me about psychedelics and tell me about how you could use them to treat depression because I'm in a bad way. Mm. And she was just looking towards Mare like, I could tell you maybe. And like, Mare's <laughs> like, yeah, no, I, I use psychedelics to treat anxiety, depression, mm-hmm. eating disorder, whatever yeah. the fuck. And uh, this lady, it was, it was so heartbreaking because we're like, we can hand off some microdoses to you. And yeah. she's like, you would? And we're like, yeah. And we give her the bottle and she just wow. takes it right there. And I don't know if you guys remember more about that, but that was just like, like we thought we were going to just be kind of like well, she phoning has, it she in. She has everything right now. She that lives at a beautiful home, has a beautiful partner, homes. has beautiful friends, a has a new job where she makes more money and like it's positive and she can work from home and she's lacking a f- sense of purpose. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's where like hobbies and creative pursuits and exercise, all this stuff is so as equally important to you as making money. You know? Yeah, well, and like we say she has everything, but obviously the thing that was screaming out was that she doesn't have community. You know, she yeah, was sort yeah. of like nostalgic and reminiscing about her college days being with us and being able to share these ideas. And like, yeah, like I think there is like a lot, like, you know, some community where she is, but obviously she's, she's f- somebody that needs more, you know? So yeah. she's like, well, there, she needs a free spirit community. Yeah, more know? attention or whatever it is. Like some people just need, you know, I think we all need more connection than we probably even choose to recognize within yeah. ourselves, but some people need more. And I think. That was what was really apparent, and like I always bring depression back to that, you know, lost connections, and yeah, um, yeah. you know, you, yeah. you can have all of these other things, but at the end of the day, like you incarnated to work out karma relationally, and so there's always going to be this just roaring desire to uh, be relational, you know. Yeah. yeah, there's also certain, at least for me personally, there's like a certain a- amount of fire that I need in my life, or I will literally just like wither and die, and that comes from living in New York City. It comes from having like mm. very intense relationships it comes from like going having shows and shit all on the calendar and like Mm. meeting weirdos but like that is so necessary for me because otherwise like i am like such a probably like more of a stable person Mm -hmm. that if i'm not getting external inputs of like the excitement like i will just well well, you you know who you are and that's that's the difference and when i think when you don't gain a sense of who you are at a young age and start gearing your life towards that you start gearing your life towards the borification of everything yeah. in pursuit of comfort mm. yeah. and especially now look at the boomers in your life are any of them happy you know oh. your mom my mom's happy your mom's pretty yeah. fucking but she happy. does acid with us yeah <laughs> oh my god she's the fucking queen of That's acid she just <laughs> fucking she, takes it she's super yeah no she's she's, she's great and, and she's she happy also and she's creative smart. And she's creative. Yeah. And I and think sweet. you could also say missing some connection in her life. Of course. Think yeah. whatever, you know. Absolutely, yeah. If she It'd be nice if there was a sexy lobster man that she could vibe with. We're calling it in. Yeah. yeah. UPS, yeah. UPS delivery. Oh, yeah. Sexy UPS delivery hey, boy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. That's just late. Yeah. Should she get into the sugar mama <laughs> lifestyle? Mind if I come in? <laughs> but, the, you know, the, the problem is it's like they're all friends and everything and they, they do have a community, but it's it's with all these barriers that we don't even bother with. Yeah. You know, it's with all these like, here's what's appropriate and here's what's not. Mm. And here's how we express ourselves, and we're going to do the same thing every time because the dead giveaway was the first thing she said to us is like, why don't you guys drink? You, can, can I just, she's like, can I ask you a really personal question? Sorry. And we're like, what? And she's like, why don't you guys drink? I'm fun. And I'm like, here we go. <laughs> we got <Yeah>. it. <laughs> like if someone's saying that while they're sipping, totally. smoking well, cigarettes and they're also dealing with wine. depression, you're taking a downer every night, which yeah. then at least makes me feel very depressed the next day. So if you're on that cycle, it's, yeah. it would uh, make sense that you may have those feelings too. Yeah. Yeah. 
some of my friends like they're just one of my friends who lives here in the city he like he just constant he'll work all week and then just go on like a coke and alcohol binge with yeah. his girlfriend for like three days and then like do it back all over again like oh and won't smoke weed i think that's what work requires of you though because when you're working that hard at something for someone else potentially you need yeah there's like it's like the balance expression and he's a he's such a creative dude like for as long as i've known him he's always been making things or engraving things or like he's just so talented graphic design like but he doesn't i can see every year it's like a little off course he's like not going towards that the borification of Mm -hmm. his life you know and it's like I can get excitement from alcohol and coke. Stability is cool. It's like good not to worry about your rent and stuff. It's just yeah, you can't yeah, borify your life. Like go towards fun and funny things. And well, don't take on like don't take unnecessary bills. I think that's where yeah. you get trapped. Is like oh, car payments and houses. And I have a feeling we will find ourselves in that trap sooner than later. But like, mm. I do think that no reason to do that too early. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like enjoy. Yeah. yeah. Well, I also think we've like grown up in a society that really devalues and if not like demonizes sensitivity mm. and like a lot of these problems are really sensitivity issues and inability to be sensitive with yourself and honest with yourself about how things make you feel when you let them into your life, you know, and when mm-hmm. they become a part of your consciousness and one of the things you're, you know, tuning to mm. because it's massive, you know, yeah. I, and I know that's like typical virgo conversation in the sixth house but uh yeah i think if you know if people were listening to their bodies it'd be harder to want to do cocaine and drink alcohol and serve that temple it's also not fun like it brings like molly at least brings out like sure you might be a little hyped up but when you like use the reminders of molly which is just sit and calm down for a moment breathe relax your jaw like that was one of the best advice Cass gave me last night like hey just find yourself breathing and relax your jaw i was like chewing like a madman i was like yeah, because we chew gum, but it's like yeah. as much gum as we choose. It's like it's like when you drink alcohol. For every glass of wine, you need a glass of water. For every totally. fucking g- piece of gum you chew, you need to like take ten deep breaths. Drink, <laughs> drink water, take some deep breaths. When you're drunk, like sure, maybe one drink in, you're like a little looser. But like, it's such a you're, you barely remember the conversation. It's like uh, it's just such a consciousness. It gives lower, you rose you know? colored glasses, but then you pay for it. Totally. Some people don't pay for it as much, and I think that's those are the people who don't get as hungover are the ones who don't see it. Like I feel like. I've demonized alcohol in my life for a lot of reasons, but like I'm hungover that night, you know, (laughs) hungover when I'm drunk. I'm like, I need to drink water. I have a headache. Dude, (laughs) we went hard yesterday and I feel fine. Yeah, I feel good. You know, I'm a a little little, hazy daisy. We're a little hazy daisy, but I think we like that. It's like kind of fun and euphoric. For a nice Saturday. It's rainy. Yeah, it's rainy. There's really nothing else to do. Oh yeah. And like, of course our bodies are tired. Like we didn't eat for a long time. We danced our asses off. Like we were psychic. Uh, doing a lot of work, being in crowds of people, having our barriers be drawn down by acid, you know, um, <laughs> you know, you don't realize it takes a lot of energy, you know, we're like holding our own vibe amongst like a lot of crazy vibes. And, oh man, we, know, we walked like, in there and like we're finding our seat and I look over to my right, like one row away from us and there's a girl puking into like, like West style fucking exorcism into a paper bag and it was just coming out the other end of the paper bag. There was bag. a little hole and it was leaking out. <laughs> I was like, dude, you're I spilling your... Be- oh, 
nope. that's not beer. Yeah, and I was like, I can't even bring this up to anybody. I just, whatever. I, I like, I just got to catch my breath right now. That ain't me. That's on the spectrum of where this could go, but I mean, it's not me. Hopefully, you she was just drinking. Planning exit strategies in case one of us started puking. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, we got some psychedelic warriors. I feel like we we've do. been through some fucking crazy shit already. Like, <laughs> yeah, we have, and th- that was one of them. That, that ranks. Them. That ranks that up there big. to to be in that. It's a it's a precarious position to be in the top row of a stadium, yeah. you know. And yeah, you you're, guys and were a little like we're high up here. <laughs> I loved it. I loved. It. I loved it. But like there was there was a moment of of true whoa when I looked over at Mare and she's still in this bodysuit and she's just like barely hanging on, <laughs> barely. It was hot. It was I hot like. One. I was like, I'm gonna have to be shirtless. Like yeah. I like I can't keep this on. But the sun went down. <laughs> that was nice. It, it, it feel so, like it got hotter when the sun went down somehow it was just yeah. like and and i just like i had this moment where i was like how if if mayor passed out right now what would we even do like we you know give her water and revive her there yeah. you don't move yeah, yeah, with okay, a right, passed okay. out person yeah. it's yeah. like it was yeah. during the show you could regain yeah. it's not like that loud and it's not yeah. like there's some shows where you pass out like in a fucking spongle show and it's like get the fuck out of there yeah, you know yeah. what i mean like this music's <laughs> gonna fucking freak you out so, even more yeah <laughs> Yeah. No, but it was it was a good moment of just like <laughs> let's just breathe and listen to the music. Let's switch shirts that's why right it's now. The, that's why that's why everyone takes acid at dead shows because it's a long ass show. They have the best words. It was the best. We timed the Molly perfect too. <gasps> yeah. Like it was perfect. Definitely. Fifteen minutes before they went on. Yeah, I timed the ketamine really nice for <laughs> drums and space. Yeah. Oh yeah, drums wow. and space on ketamine is the what best. The I had a kitty fuck? candy flip. Yeah. yeah. That was a true personal fave. Yeah, it was Whoa. great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is the, triple dip. Yeah, is, well, I was looking at you. You were you were the canary in the coal mine. Yeah, I'm always yeah. I'm always the first Jeez. one. Yeah. You're I'm like, like, let me know how it goes. Yeah, let me know how that. <laughs> you with the zips too. You kept trying yeah. to hand me these. Well, things. I didn't do the ketamine either, so probably uh, that probably uh, helped. Was, I was like, yeah. Then you saw me dance and stuff. You're like, oh, yeah, this is gonna like, be fun. Yeah. I think you were like, it just <laughs> loosens things a little bit, and I was like, that's exactly yeah, what the, I need. Yeah, because at the end of Molly, you know, you just got a little bit of tension. You know, you're like, all right. Yeah, and it's just like. Yeah, yeah, a little smoother, a little right. groovier. Like. It really helped us last night. Yeah, it was oh, really fun, edibles. really fun car ride. Yeah, Don't forget about the edibles. Yeah. The weed, yeah. too. Necessary yeah. component. Yeah, we had good weed. Quite the cocktail. Fun sativa. <laughs> the weed and the wook ears. I yeah. rolled 19 joints before we went over there. <laughs> Gave a couple to strangers. Yeah. Um, but like as we walked in, they're searching my bag, and she takes out the joint case and just opens it right up, and like fun- there's a dozen joints in there. And she says, like, like the lady's like, oh, like, I, I got him. And she, like, looks to her superior, and she's like, what can we do about this? And the, the lady's like, nothing. She, like, shook <laughs> it. I was like, what are you doing? You know what's in there. Like, That's relax. hilarious. You didn't tell me that that and, happened. And she closed yeah. it, and, and I said, what exactly are you looking for? And she goes, anything and everything. Like, and I just grabbed my stuff and walked through. Uh, like, they were sh- shouting for me, and I just kept walking. <laughs> You're such a boss. <laughs> well, it's. It, oh my god, Sean goes crazy. You, we haven't been to a movie together, but like we always bring snacks, and they they want to yeah. check our bags. Now I think for guns and snacks, maybe I don't know. But Sean, but Sean will like get in that guy's face uh. and be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like, and it just becomes really aggressive. I'm like, "Just chill. We're just gonna hide the snacks, and it's gonna be okay." You, like I'm okay. I'm just such a rule follower. I'll like open the bag. You're for allowed whoever. to bring snacks into movie theaters. It's just they think it's douchey. You can now. Yeah, well, they should serve better food. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Like, I'm not eating fucking a, a chili, Kit Kat bar. I don't want a chili dog while I'm watching Tom Hanks cry. Well, maybe you do, though. <laughs> maybe. 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 Not you Not You ate some sketchy <laughs> lot food yesterday. Well, I was that, like, yeah, Joey's shitting himself out. in there. No, I, all I had Damn. was ca- it was cabbage. It was cabbage and uh, carrots, and uh, which wasn't bad. But the first dude, that dude was absolutely tripping so hard. He took... 
I'm so glad the woman in front of me because this she is in the street vendor area. They, they call it Shakedown <laughs> Street. 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 Yeah. But uh, yeah, and he he literally has a stand. He cooked up he, a nice presentation of what you would get. We're like, oh, healthy food. I was like, hell yeah, he's got that. <laughs> I'm, as I'm like, I'm tripping, so I'm starting to look at him, and I'm noticing that there's celery in the jam jar. That's how he's spreading it. That's the, he, that's he's sustainable. Taking, yeah, he's taking the woman. Yeah, I guess, I guess he's taking the woman's <laughs> order, and then talking to somebody, and then starting to make her sandwich, and then goes over to the grill, and then goes back to making the sandwich. And I literally he was just, very confused. Yeah, you got. I was, was so glad. Daniel was like, let's just go here. Right. I was like, oh, thank. <laughs> he was tripping so hard trying to make sandwiches. No business. That's what all Shakedown Street is. And they were uh, peeping in Jay's. So we were all like, you should have made them ahead of... We Why didn't say this to him, but... So We've hard. all accidentally macroed a micro. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. He was tripping. I, I, wasn't <laughs> mad, I wasn't mad at him. I just had to go somewhere else. Yeah, it's just like, dude, you, you, I can't be a He customer. put all his energy into like making this display <laughs> plate. And then it's like, yeah, I'm like you can serve like one customer an hour. Dude, it was the simplest thing. You shouldn't be doing anything right now. Like, you should be able to be tripping. It was hilarious. You just handing people sandwiches. It was banana, strawberries, peanut butter and jam that's it you could have made that you should have said like let me just do it anyways i was so thankful for that experience though it felt like classic so funny i was having a great time shakedown street moment it could have been 1977 for all we literally literally (laughs) it was a time warp the niger's mafia also were just like characters from my dreams you know like unreal caricatures you're like i couldn't have i couldn't have I know. Imagine We're going to make better. a movie that's about those movie. guys one day. <laughs> oh, yeah. One day we want to make a movie oh, yeah. called Nitrous Mafia. Yeah. Ooh, that's oh, a yeah. great uh, title. It, yeah, I got one of their numbers at the last <laughs> the last Grateful Dead show, so I could look that guy up. <laughs> but it, it really is, though, the Nitrous Mafia, and you don't want to fuck with them. They oh. will fuck you up, you know? Okay. If you show up at one of those shows with your own tank, they'll... F- oh, they, really? Yeah, man. It's so like they, deep. Yeah, it goes deep, and I Whoa. think that they pay off the cops or something because, like, yeah, you saw. Remember outside the Radio City when we saw Phil Lesh and Bobby? Yeah, and we walked out, and there's a like for those, three blocks. Did those appeal to you? I at couldn't all? believe no. how loud it was that I'm in the top of this stadium I'm, listening to them shred, and you can hear, hear in the park. Well, I know. Oh, I, <laughs> I thought notice. I was the only one who heard that. And no. we do that in here. I was like, are you? Oh, yeah, we do yeah, that. Yeah. We probably wake yeah. up the whole floor every time we fill up a balloon. We haven't done this. No, because they're. Careless, they're just like, like they're trying yeah. to make money right there. It's like, loud, yeah. It's we, very stimulating, yeah. But you guys still we ease into it a little bit. No, it, when the tank was new, it was like, I yeah. broke my hard. foot, it, it oh, yeah. jet propulsed down and smashed my foot. I broke my foot, and I was like, I gotta look at my yeah, relationship. I'm really with glad this. I met you after your nitrous phase. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm glad too. I was like, and I don't even want to get you into it because it's great. <laughs> well, you, it's good and for then the it first gets bad. 75 times. But the first time's the best. Like, first 75 times is cool. First 75 yeah. times are great. Yeah. And then yeah. it's like this is number 76. You're like, what am I doing? Yeah, this doesn't match up. I did it up. like I'm, twice, and I was like, yeah. that's cool. You got 73 Maybe to go. Maybe three but. times. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. it didn't. Plus, it's I get a way it. to save money at these shows because like you can easily care. drop 40 bucks on balloons oh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, which we always used to do. And now, like, yeah, like you're saying, it didn't even tempt me. I don't know. Some, it, it's, some dude was drunk in the bathroom and he's pissing with a balloon and he's like <laughs> up against the wall in his head. And he's like, I'm drunk, but someone gave me a balloon. Maybe I should do this. You think I should? I was like, yeah, you should. I was like, maybe sit down, though. Like, that's <laughs> just the advice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sit down. Yeah, we totally we evangelize sitting down. Yeah, it's years. crazy how many people stand up or walk with them. I'm like, all right, be careful. I <laughs> saved some old dude's life outside Radio City. Yeah. He just, he planked down, just flatlined. He yeah. just went from standing up him. down. I caught him. I caught his head and I'm like, oh, what the fuck man. is going? He's a balloon hanging out of his mouth. He's like, <laughs> I'm like, is anyone friends with this guy? <laughs> but meanwhile, I was trying to get our own balloons and I had paid with a hundred 
and the guy owed me 80 bucks and I'm helping this guy pulling a balloon out of his mouth looking for his friends and I'm like you owe me 80 bucks <laughs> I got you I got you and I'm like fucking I, you, you owe me five balloons and 80 bucks and I'm like and, and his friend is against the wall just like with another balloon just like and these guys are old they're in their 70s yeah yeah, man, I, I love Deadheads. That was insane. I love Deadheads. They're they're the best. Well, when you don't get a tank, you can your seventy five balloons can get you through many many shows. Yeah. You know? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. Your lifetime supply can just be spread over all the shows instead yeah. of one weekend uh, like we did. Totally. <laughs> I mean, that was that was that was great. That was the time of our life. Yeah, man. that was. It was it was an expedition. Yeah, yeah, I loved it. Fucking incredible. That was a. Uh, definitely a peak night and i'm just so glad the weather cooperated totally. to, to a certain degree and uh we met up with so many friends like yeah. we, we met so many people we yeah, met shane so and leor were there which is awesome <coughs> shane, shout yeah. out to shane and leor yeah just fucking like i, I really appreciate you coming and and, and uh <laughs> i'm not trying to blow up your spot but you're like all right john mayor won me over a little bit yeah. <laughs> same well he yeah. did win me over everybody last it was incredible i was dancing my ass off. i couldn't yeah. believe totally. the couldn't sound. Even help myself totally. i was just like possessed I yeah i don't want to but i respect john mayor a little bit like, yeah me too <laughs> but like it's so funny because like i think uh in the five years that that band's been going around Daniel last night was the first person to ever oh, scream right. out John Mayer. Ah! He, it ain't he a loves thing. him. Daniel screamed out John Mayer. Yeah, but, he but, loves him. He said he really loves him just like he's oh, been a fan of John Mayer's. Oh yeah, no, it's cute. But the Deadheads like to, he's still earning his stripes. Yeah, John Nobody Mayer. pays always. attention to him in any way. Well, my the theory scene. now is John that Mayer. he's stepping up his game. He always steps up his game Pete every George. time. Yeah. But um, I feel like uh, Billy Strings coming in strong. Billy Strings being on the scene makes John Mayer. But, you know, the way to me last night, because I've, I've listened to every note of that fucking concert, the way that he seems to have stepped up now is is actually kind of laying back a little bit. Mm. Yeah. His singing wasn't as annoying. Yeah. He opened up much more space for interplay with uh, the, uh, Jeff, the piano player. Mm. And, and was oh, like, that O'Teal solo, that was great, too. Yeah. Dude, oh. off the charts. What the fuck? And what's what so great, great about these shows is that you can – Get them on nugs.net. Oh, yeah, we could couch. Yeah, we're gonna be couch touring the rest of the yeah, right. I want to rewatch our show, that'd be fun. We'll watch Philly tonight, yeah, yeah, fun. Yeah, they'll be really cool. Do some Rick and Morty and then watch Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah, mate, Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty. Um, yeah, let's uh, let's leave them wanting a little more on here. Yeah, we're gonna go over to Patreon right now, and Joey's gonna play us some cringe videos, and we're just gonna have a funny, loose stoner time and uh, kind of just nurse this. Molly Afterglow. Oh, yeah. Y'all are the best. Love you guys. guys. Are. So, so much fun. Yeah. So much fun. Yeah. yeah. Great times. Yeah. We're so lucky. Yeah, yeah we're so, yeah, we're and so And we love lucky. you guys. Thank you so much for yeah, hanging out with us. Thanks for hanging out with us. It's been a fucking pleasure. Uh, this is the Verrier Podcast. Patreon.com slash Church of Chill is where you can come throw us even a dollar of support. Oh, no, what else we should so do? Nice. We should throw up that um, QR code we Joey made. QR code oh, right yeah. here. Joey, the intern, finally stepping yep. up. <laughs> Look at this right here. Right here, Sean. <laughs> right here. Right here, mate. Good night, mate. Yeah, scan that QR code and come hang out with us some more. There's a lot more going on on our Patreon. Y'all know. Yeah. Love Peace, you. love, and magic.